Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla. I'm pleased to be with you today on a very nice Thursday afternoon. Well, one of the best times of the year. I'm driving the Corvair today, and I'm enjoying all the preps and getting into hot August nights. One of the best things about living in northern Nevada is not only the beautiful views, but the beautiful things to do. It seems like summertime. There's always something going on. And this year, obviously, is no exception. We're also considering a drive to beautiful Lovelock this weekend because Lovelock is having the Lovelock Frontier Days event, which includes a lot of entertainment, great food, and a chance to meet some new friends. It's a beautiful drive to Lovelock. I might take the Corvair. I might not. We're going to have a good time. We're looking at real estate all across northern Nevada as we travel and as we talk with our in-studio guests. Today, I have three guests with me in the studio. Sherry Hill is with us. Sherry is the Wealth Protection Diva at Sage International. Also, Matt Carter is joining us, and Matt is joining us from Minden, Nevada. Matt is a realtor at Remax Realty Affiliates. We're going to be talking about some of the rural properties that uh, he has on his front burner. Also joining him and joining us is Brandon Scott Hill. He's the president of Carter Hill Homes in Minden, Nevada, talking about builders, new homes, people moving into Nevada, and much more. We'll be back after this. International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. The most productive hour of your week. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. You're tuned in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our show today. want to remind you that if you need to talk about financing to purchase real estate, whether it's primary residence, investment properties, second homes, multifamily, talk to Brian Cushing. He's an outstanding mortgage lender at Guild Mortgage, license number 303-045. Brian Cushing and the team will make sure you get the best value and the best service when applying and closing your mortgage transaction. Visit them at guildmortgage.net or visit our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. We'll make it easy for people to find Brian Cushing. With me in the studio today, three guests. First, Sherry Hill. Sherry's the owner of Sage International. Welcome to our show, Sherry. Thank you, Peter. Always glad to be here. Glad to have you here as well. Are you enjoying this nice, warm summer? I am. I love it. I um, Well, most people know we're beekeepers, so we get to watch the bees and they're getting very busy and starting to get to that point where they get to make us some honey, not just for them. That's right, honey. <laughs> and we're talking about making great bee stuff. And, you know, we are members of the Mason Valley Beekeepers, and the Mason Valley Beekeepers are located in Yerrington, Nevada, a very cool place, Yerrington. Today we're talking about some of the more rural areas. It's kind of funny when you say rural, right? You think it's <laughs> I don't sticks. know that Minden and Gardnerville qualify as rural anymore, yeah, do it, they? It sounds like it, right? It sounds like it's way, way out. But it's really just kind of like a little burb. It's close to the metro area of Reno Sparks. With us today, Matt Carter. Matt's the realtor and broker at REMAX Realty Affiliates. Where else? In beautiful Gardnerville, Nevada. Welcome to our show. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you're here today. I see you're pretty active on the social media world. Uh, and you're doing a lot of transactions, not only in Gardnerville, but really there's a kind of a belt there of smaller communities that you're working. Absolutely, yeah. I actually grew up in a small community just south of, of Gardnerville, so um, the small communities have always been kind of near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, done quite a few transactions in, in Washoe County as well, Reno yeah. Sparks. But uh -huh. then, uh, you know, more recently, a couple years ago, I was representing a, a great group of um, investors looking to come and move into the area. And you know, over that time on finding deals and starting to put deals together, I actually um, became part of the group, and, and that's now known as Carter Hill Homes. Very nice. That's a beautiful logo there. It's kind of funny. We have three people related to Hill World, uh, Sherry Hill, mm -hmm. Carter Hill, 
And now we have your guest that you brought with us, Brandon Scott Hill. Brandon, welcome to our show. I'd like to comment on the on the notion of what's rural. I think it's all relative. If you're from Sacramento, I think Reno is rural. If you're yeah. If you're from Reno, Minden Gardnerville is rural, and if you're from Minden Gardnerville, you you think rural is is Wellington Colville, right? right. So, exactly. so it's so it's all rural and and where we're comfortable. And what we're finding is is that a lot of folks are attracted to that rural character, especially in our in what we would consider tertiary markets, you know, that are just outside of Reno within an easy drive, whether that's Minden, Gardnerville, Carson City, Dayton, or Fernley, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that rural character of these areas is, is something that's very attractive, especially for our affluent buyers from California who are maybe baby boomers and, and looking to, to slow down their transition from a, a work lifestyle to a retire retirement lifestyle. Um, those rural areas are, are very attractive, whether that's in whether that's Reno rural or that's Fernley rural. Yes, uh, Sherry Hill, you work with a lot of people that are opening businesses, and like all of us, right? People coming from California to into Nevada. Um, when you talk to people, are they are, are they made their plans as to whether they're going to live in the metro area, the rural area, or are they doing business still? when they live outside the state for the most part? Well, a lot of people that I deal with are actually California investors that are 1031-ing into Nevada. And so oftentimes, because we can take one property in California and convert it into several properties in Nevada, mm -hmm. they're not going to find that in Reno. They do need to you know, step outside our box and look more into, you know, Mid Nevada, or mm -hmm. you know, encourage them to go down and look at Minden, Gardnerville, Yerington, Lovelock. Nobody ever talks about Lovelock, but I like Lovelock, and you know, it's just there's there's opportunity there. So. We're going to be looking at a little bit of Lovelock this weekend at the Lovelock Frontier Days. We want to go over there and take a little tour at one of their events. Uh, Lovelock is kind of in the corner of this little triangle area that I think about, which goes from Reno to Lovelock and then down to Fallon and then back up to uh, Fernley and up to Minden, Gardnerville. This kind of circle around the metro areas of uh, Reno Sparks has a lot to offer. Uh, Matt, you were saying you grew up in a little place uh, south of Gardnerville, that would be Bodie, right? Uh, pretty, pretty much. Bodie was the field trip for when I was in school. Yeah, Colville. I graduated with uh, 12 students um, down in Colville High School and, uh, and then went away to college and uh, punched my first ticket back. Couldn't wait to get back and figure out how to make a living in this area. Um, you know, Gardnerville was, was the big city. You yeah. know, that's where I played all my sports and orchestra and, you know, the churches and what we... My mom said, you never go, I don't know how many times I went on a date and came back with milk, eggs, and bread, because <laughs> when you go to town, you always get milk, eggs, and bread, and whether you need it or not. You're not going that often, You're not right? going that often. That's, That's amazing that you grew up and you went to school and graduated high school with 12 students. Mm -hmm. That is, you'd have to go back 100 years for most people to say in their families that they went to one of the schools that had that. Sherry, you were... In this day and age, yeah, right? I graduated with six hundred and twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you probably had a good chance of valedictorian. <laughs> yeah. The sad thing is, I wasn't. So I don't know what that says. But you so. were like at least the top twelve, right? right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was top twelve in my class for sure. Yeah. Very nice. So, do you guys are you guys building homes? Is that your focus, or? Yeah. So, um, well, Brandon, why don't you talk a little bit yeah. about our company and and how we we started and how we got made up and. And where we're at today. Yeah, absolutely. Carter Hill Homes, our, our focus is in building residential homes and bringing residential product to the market. Um, you know, it's an underserved market in northern Nevada, mm -hmm. especially in some of these tertiary markets, call them our, our rural markets in northern Nevada are, are dramatically underserved. So we're focused on, on bringing much needed, much desired product into these markets. Um, we even like to use the word obtainable housing, mm -hmm. um, you know, into these markets for for the demand that exists, not only from people that already live in northern Nevada, but people that are looking to relocate to northern Nevada because they've been brought here by a job or just because of the 
you know, the amazing things that there are to do in northern Nevada from hot August nights to hiking the Tahoe Rim Trail and, you know, visiting and recreating on Lake Tahoe. There's so much here in this in this area to offer. Mm-hmm. There There is this un, unmet demand. And so we, we are a full service builder in that we not only look to take down finished lot opportunities, but we've also have the expertise and experience and in-house team to be able to look at at raw land deals and take those through entitlement all the way through horizontal development, you know, putting in all the infrastructure, roads and streets, and then doing the vertical construction, the home building. And then, of course, with Matt and his team overseeing all the sales and marketing aspects, we're really able to to be a full service builder in that in that regard. Very nice. It's uh, it's refreshing to know that you're thinking about the people that already live here, too, because so many times, uh, well, people in the real estate industry, they're just thinking about the money coming from outside of the state. And many people struggle to find homes because there just are not that many homes available, specifically in the urban markets. But I, it's got to be true in all of the smaller communities as well. It's tough to find a, ho- a home available uh, within a price range that is not going to get multiple offers. It's a struggle for people that are first-time home buyers, especially. And let's face it, without first-time home buyers, where would the investors be? Would we really have that many investors without first-time home buyers? We'd have some, but a lot of investors, what they do is when they buy a home, when they help put a deal together, they put one more home on the market, and now that home is available to resell or to rent, provide a home to somebody that maybe has some struggles finding that location. And it's all because of the fast growth that is taking place in northern Nevada. So, I, you know, I've, I've said it before, my, my listeners know it, and now my guests know it too. I've been a big proponent of firmly Nevada for many, many years. And people laughed at me when they, they would talk, why, why would you encourage anybody to move to Ferntucky? And I said, I don't know where Ferntucky is. I know where Fernley is, and it's a pretty cool little place because every time I drive through it, uh, I just find charm. I grew up in a small community. And now the recent news is that there's a new development coming in, a big industrial center. And something like 10,000 jobs coming to Fernley. And we were asking ourselves just the other day, Sherry and I, where are these people going to live? Where are these people going to work? They, there must be a plan. Today in the studio, we have the industry experts with us to talk about the plans, the ideas, the concepts, and the opportunities. If you're looking to buy real estate and you want to get a great value, you may want to look beyond Reno and Sparks. We'll be glad to talk with our in-studio guests back in a moment after this. Extraction Jackson. Here's what people are saying about CJ's recommended carpet care. Michelle Holbert. I have used Jack several times and he's fantastic. He's cleaned my own carpets, several of my rental properties. I've been very happy. My tenants have really been surprised at how nice the carpets look after he's completed them. Tile, grout, carpet, upholstery. Call 829-1551 or visit cjscarpetcare.com. Extraction Jackson. He's the best. The best thing you can do for your business, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Got to let you know that I was talking with a realtor just recently, and he was telling me that he had a challenge selling a property because it didn't show well. And I asked him what the problem was. I figured he'd say the walls, the paint, the roof, the carpet. It wasn't that. It was the grout. The tile and grout had not been cleaned in many, many years. And you know what happens, he said, is that after a while, people get used to it. And it just stays there like that. And before long, you figure it just changed color. But it just really needs to be cleaned. And when he finally figured it out, he called the good folks at CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. These people are tile and grout expert cleaners. You've got to find out what they can do to improve the look of your home, whether you're going to be listing it for sale or just want to enjoy it because you've lived there a long time and it's got to look great. Call the folks at CJ's Recommended Carpet Care, 829-1551, or visit cjscarpetcare.com. Tell them Peter sent you and you want your tile and grout expertly cleaned. With me in the studio today, I have three guests. First of all, coming in from Gardnerville, Nevada, Matt Carter. Matt is a realtor and broker at Remax Realty Affiliates. Matt, hope you're enjoying being with us today. 
I sure am. Thanks. Did, did you bring the balloon in today? That's always one thing I always wondered if every office has its no, own No, you have to go to the balloon races to, to jump in the balloon. That's where it's so. going to be. Okay, we're going to look for that. And you brought a guest with you today. I'm glad to have Brandon Scott Hill with us, and he's Carter Hill Homes president. I'm glad you're with us today, Brandon. Thank you, Peter. Great to be here. It's exciting to hear about your developments and your properties and uh, you know your interest in helping people uh, that are looking to move in here from out of state or the people that live here already that are struggling to find a home that's right for them. I mean, sometimes that's the answer, isn't it? New construction. Absolutely. You know, there are a lot of folks, in fact, recent studies have been done where they suggest only 38% of people who are in the market for a new, for a home consider new construction. And we're finding that a lot of that is because the time that it takes to build. And a lot of folks who are looking for a new home need something within two to three months. Mm -hmm. And with Carter Hill Homes, we're finding that we're able to satisfy a, a bigger portion of that buyer demographic looking for a new home and increase that percentage of buyers considering a new home from 38, hopefully over 50 percent, mm -hmm. because we have inventory. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just speaking, we were talking about Fernley earlier, and we have a beautiful community out in Fernley called Millennia, and Millennia um, serves not only out-of-state buyers looking to relocate into northern Nevada, but we're also finding that Millennia is a perfect fit for a lot of folks who already know and love Fernley mm -hmm. and, and rural Nevada. And it's the only true move up community within Fernley. It's an upper end community, nice semi custom homes. We have 10 foot ceilings, two mm -hmm. by six exterior walls, R21 insulation. So it's a, it's a really nice luxury product, semi custom, and it really represents the only move up opportunity within that market. So we're seeing a significant amount of folks who live in Fernley who are, you know, have seen some equity appreciation in their home over the last five to seven years who are looking for, you know, a nicer place. And it's it's filling that niche really well, not only for out-of-state buyers, but again, for that move-up buyer within northern Nevada. You focus a lot on, obviously, I saw Genoa, Minden, Gardnerville, I mean, with all the, you know, businesses and everything that's coming to town, how are you finding working in these different communities? Are they fast-tracking your ability to build? I know that was a lot of problem here locally where it just seemed like it took forever to get approved. Are you finding that these communities are excited that you want to come in and build new homes? You know, working in the in some of the tertiary markets, Minden, Gardnerville, Genoa, whether it's Fernley, a lot of it has to do with relationship, right? These are small towns. It seems like in the building development industry, everyone knows everyone. And so, you know, what kind of track record do you have? What do you bring to the table? And fortunately, you know, between myself and Matt and our team members, you know, we've been working in these communities for, for over a decade and have a have a very successful track record, proving that we do what we say we're going to do when we say we're going to do it. And and that goes a long way to developing good relationships within the communities in which we build to where we we can be successful within those communities, bringing forth projects that are needed. You know, and it's also understanding the community, understanding, for example, down in the Carson Valley, how important rural character is and bringing forth projects that are going to enhance and preserve the rural character of those areas. You know, people are attracted to northern Nevada because of recreation opportunities, job opportunities, but also because of that rural character. And so understanding the, the various groups and the dynamics within those communities help us to be successful bringing forth projects that are not only well-received in the marketplace, um, but also well-received by, by the decision makers within those communities. I'm talking with Brandon Scott Hill. He's the president of Carter Hill Homes. Also with us, Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International, and Matt Carter. Matt is a real estate agent with Remax at Remax Realty Affiliates in Gardnerville, and Matt, you're involved with Carter Hill as well. That must be the Carter of Carter Hill. There you go. It's a, it sounds like a beautiful project. And you know what I love about what I'm hearing is that you, you understand that it's about people. It's not really about 
property and houses because you really got to care about the people that you work with nowadays because there's so many complexities in everything. As an example, if you look at the problems that we've had here just north of Reno and Sparks in Lemon Valley with the Swan Lake issues, I'm not sure that when that property, that area was developed, that there was a whole lot of concern for the people there because, I mean, there are major, major problems there with the flooding right now. So, Brandon, let me ask you, when you go into uh, the process where you're planning a development and there is any issue that needs to be mitigated, it's a long process, I would imagine, and you have to interact with all of the government entities. Is that something that you do? Tell me a little bit about how that works at your end. Sure. So every community is unique, right? Every piece of property is, is, has its own challenges and opportunities that go with it. And when, when we look at a piece of property for investment or acquisition opportunity where we think that there's a, an opportunity to bring a housing product to bear for Northern Nevada, and we assess what, what those challenges may be with that piece of property, whether they be environmental, whether they be market challenge, whether it be the neighborhood, we're going to make sure we bring in the right team of professionals. We also bring in, you know, work with, with businesses in, in the community that are experienced working with, with FEMA, with the Federal Emergency Management Agency that know how to get through those processes so we can bring product to the market in an efficient manner, in an efficient time, while fully mitigating any potential challenges that there may be with, with that piece of property. Mm -hmm. The challenge that a lot of people have when they're looking at purchasing a home, whether it's already built, whether it's existing inventory, or whether it's new construction, it's always coming down to any more of the price. Interest rates aren't the issue, but it's prices. And so let's talk a little bit about the different price points that we're looking at in northern Nevada. I have with me the latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. This will give us a nice comparison to uh, some of the areas we're going to be talking about. But it wasn't that long ago. It was, in fact, just in early July that we got this new report. And the median home price of an existing single-family residence in Reno <coughs> slash Sparks, Nevada, uh, from those most, most recent numbers, was $400,000. That's $400,000 for a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage, stick-built, single-family residence. Now, it doesn't include condos, townhomes, manufactured, modular, or new construction. But still, you're going out shopping for a home. The median home price in Reno and Sparks, $400,000. Narrowed that down just to Reno. And you're going to be talking about $410,000 for a median home price. That's quite a bit. That's approaching half a mil. Median home price. It means half of the homes in the area sold for less and half sold for more. So don't think that that $400,000 median home price means that's the price you got to pay. No, no. There are some below and above that. But still, that tells you where the market is going. That is a 5% increase in just one year and a 3% increase in just a month from the month prior uh, in northern Nevada. So the, the prices of homes are moving quickly. Now, we also get some data from Fernley. That's uh, probably our only rural market that we have on this report here. But if you come down and you look at that number, uh, median home price is not $400,000 like it is in Reno Sparks. In fact, it's $267,000. You know, that's what, $130,000 difference? That's a whole lot of money. It's like a third of a house. You can save a lot of money if you can be successful looking to buy a home in these rural areas. This Fernley number is just one example. Let me ask our guests from Gardnerville, how does this compare to your area? What do you think of these numbers? Yes. So, you know, Fernley, you're absolutely correct, you know, 265000 for the average home out there. And it's, it's really the land prices that are driving that, of course. Mm -hmm. You know, the land um, owners are really going to start sharpening their pencil this year because it's just unsustain unsustainable to be able to continue to have these increases for the yeah. builders. And that's where the number's coming from. Small increases on, on the subcontractors and everything, but you're having a lot of it from the land prices. And there was a sea of developed lots, curb and gutters, streets, out in Fernley, undeveloped when this next market came. They were sitting there from 2006, and so builders took advantage of those um, lot prices and grabbed finished lots for literally dirt cheap prices, wow. and they're passing that on to the, the end users. 
Nice. Well, it's nice that those areas are finally getting developed. Uh, it was a tragedy what happened in the 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12. I mean, it was, it was a big hit for all of us here. Amazing how quickly it turned back. Absolutely. So, so what is the median price down in Minden or Gardnerville? Or so what's interesting is um, actually down there, it's very similar to, mm -hmm. to the Reno Sparks yeah. market. Um, what we do have down there, though, is that there's two products that we are trying to, you know, the average household income um, down there is just over $60,000. And so $60,000 is going to buy you with moderate debt $325,000 house with a 10% down, right? Mm -hmm. And so $325,000, there's not a lot of $325,000 homes. And so one of our communities that we're just launching to the market, we're starting to build it, we're going to be delivering December, January. It's called the Towns of Ontario. It's right next to the, the Bentley Distillery near the Sheriff Substation in between GE, Western Nevada campus down there in Carson Valley. And we're going to be starting our homes at $335,000. And that's a townhome project. Uh, we also have a, another product we just picked up, the cottages out in Gardnerville, a little more rural setting between uh, the ranchos and Highway 88 in um, uh, an area out there. But that is going to be uh, $359,000 to $416,000. This is a detached product. There are only three homes, new construction, detached, under $500,000 in the valley right now. We're going to have homes, three of our four homes are going to be under 400000 and they're not going to be just uh, four walls and a roof. They're going to be nice homes. I bet so. they are. I bet we're anxious to see what those look like. We have to take our break, but when we come back, we're going to be talking about other things happening in northern Nevada. Uh, and we're going to be talking with Sherry Hill and finding out how investors are working with her at Sage International to get the most bang for their investment dollar. Back after this. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. the most productive hour of your week. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Good day to tune into our show today. We've got a team of industry experts here in the studio talking about real estate and real estate for investors. With me is Brandon Scott Hill. He's the president of Carter Hill Homes in Minden, Nevada. Also with me in the studio today is Matt Carter. Matt's the broker and realtor at REMAX Realty Affiliates in Gardnerville, Nevada. And rounding out the team today, Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International. Sherry, I was reading a publication recently from one of the newspapers here in northern Nevada, and I found your picture and a big story about protecting your wealth. Six things people should know before starting a business. Tell us a little bit about this article that you put together here. Well, it was lovely. They were doing a big project on powerful women in northern Nevada. And so I was asked to write an article for the magazine that they give out at the event. And so it's just a lot of fun to be recognized. I mean, I've been here 26 years. And so working a lot to help and support our local economy, businesses, entrepreneurship, all of that. So I was very flattered that they asked me to uh, do this interview. Actually, it was an interview. I didn't write an article. They interviewed yeah, me right. for the um, thing, and those were the questions she asked. So it was a well, lot of fun. One of, the, one of the neat things that I saw there about how do you protect your wealth, how do you grow your business, one of the things you talk about that I feel really strongly about is building a team. And a team doesn't always mean your coworkers, does it? No, it means your network. And so a great example is our two gents here today where they each have their areas of expertise and then you bring those areas of expertise together mm. and how much more you can do and accomplish. And, uh, you know, one of my favorite lines is stay in your lane. 
So if you're an expert in my case in setting up corps, LLCs, all of that, I'm not going to turn around and try and sell you insurance or Real estate? Uh, do your bookkeeping. Mm -hmm. right? those I have things, people right? that do all that. So it's, yeah. it just means that I can get better and better at what I do because that's mm -hmm. what I'm focused on. So I've listened to you speak at a number of events, uh, including the investors groups that you and I have communicated with from the Bay Area to all the way here to uh, Northern Nevada. And you talk about uh, in investors getting a benefit of something called a series LLC. Oh, the series LLC? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I think most people have heard about an LLC. Talk about the series. Yeah, I love the series LLCs. I'm probably one of the first to form in this state, but I formed them in every state that they're available now. And I just, so appreciate that, you know, our state at some level decided that, you know, a lot of people that are investing in real estate, you don't need to have multiple LLCs if we can accomplish the same goal with a properly structured series LLC. And so I use those for real estate investors because it allows you to separate each property into its own cell or series and if there's an issue, a liability, it doesn't transfer over to the next properties. Very different if I have three or four properties inside the same LLC, I have an issue with one, the other three are now exposed. So they're just a fantastic tool for the right investors. If you're only going to ever own one investment piece of real estate, I would not put you in a series LLC, but a lot of my clients have 10, 12, mm -hmm. 15 properties and so I want to be able to use the right tool that's going to save them a lot of money in the future. Well, that Great was, for developers. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was going to ask. You know, um, real, real estate investors and anybody really who talks about real estate, uh, they're really financially conscious, let's say. Thrifty, if you will. Does it save somebody money by going with a series LLC as opposed to having each property in its own LLC? Absolutely, because it's still one entity. I mean, I had a classic example, an investor coming out of the state of California, 1031-ing. He wanted to invest where his grandchildren were, which is Missouri. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to take that one property, 1031 into seven in the state of Missouri, and put him into a series LLC. So he still only has one LLC, but liability insulation for all seven properties. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is, you know, until I talk to people, they don't know what they don't know. And so I can share information about the tools, the strategies, what makes sense for that client versus a lot of my competitors out there who think that there's a one size fits all mm -hmm. and I don't operate like that. So mm -hmm. it really is dependent on the client, what they're trying to accomplish, what's their ultimate goal, what's their exit strategy, and then from that we build the right strategy. I'm so, talking, talking with Sherry Hill from Sage International. Sherry's the owner and known as the Wealth Protection Diva because she helps people protect their assets. Sherry, amazing how long you have been in business, in business in Northern Nevada, in business at the same location. Tell our listeners what it was like when you started. Uh, 26 years ago, I barely remember. Uh, <laughs> uh, back then, it was all about Nevada corporations. That was all the rage. And of course, over the course of time, realized that you know not everybody fits in a Nevada corporation. So I had to step out and start doing all 50 states, which really helped me understand business. Mm -hmm. And so it's not just real estate investors. I work with tons of startups or professionals to get them structured. Um, you know, business. So I had a couple of young guys in here who, you know, they're already making $250,000 and they're doing it sole proprietor. And it's like, let me explain why you don't want to do that. And so I can help the startup to the high net worth. Mm -hmm. And it's just been a huge, huge um, base of knowledge that I have gained and I really love it. So that's why mm -hmm. I'm still doing it. Well, you must enjoy uh, working in Northern Nevada because there are so many entrepreneurs in Northern Nevada, so many people want to start business, have started businesses, need the help and guidance. And, and I think a lot of people across the country, especially with Tesla coming into Northern Nevada, look at Northern Nevada kind of as a, a 
this is a kind of a pros uh, prospecting opportunity, if you will, for the country. Well, there is, but <clears throat> oddly enough, the bulk of my business is not northern Nevada. I work with people from all over the country. I wrote a best-selling book, and so I'm still getting calls off that book. Mm. People are like, I have had your book for 10 years, and now I'm ready to do something. Mm -hmm. I also work a lot in the nonprofit, form a lot of nonprofits around the country, and so those are part of the exit strategy, people that have created wealth and are now ready to start giving back and so do a lot in the nonprofit world as well. You know, I uh, work in the advertising world a lot, and I find that many times people that I talk to, they seem to know it all when it comes to advertising, right? Because they, they have the internet now. And with the internet, you, you can look at all sorts of things. and. With all the digital world out there, it's kind of easy to be your own photographer as well, do all those things. Uh, but the reality is there's a deeper level of knowledge in every path and in every career. Tell me about your world, Sherry. Do you have the same issues? Everybody knows whatever, Everybody knows everything when they call you for guidance and information? Absolutely. They all think they know what they're doing when they're going to start a business, and you know, which it's easy to start. The hard part is staying in business, and what I've discovered after 26 years is I've gotten really good at how not to go out of business, right? <laughs> because every five, six, seven years, you have to evolve your business. So mm -hmm. what's trending, what's happening, and I've been super fortunate to um, just, you know, continue to walk the walk. So when I teach, when I'm, I'm doing a class in October for TMCC on building dynamic uh, nonprofit boards because of all my work in the nonprofit world. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a lot of fun when I'm talking with people who are in that space, you know, I'm still in business. I'm still doing it. I'm not some guy that just forms entities that's never owned his own company. Yeah. And so there's a big difference of, of the kind of information, help, and support you're going to get working with my team here than you will if you try and go out and do it on your own because mm -hmm. guess what? You're on your own. Yeah, you provide great service to the community. I know, Sherry, in fact, you do even little things like notary work here at the office. I see oh, yes. Danielle and <laughs> Carrie are doing work as well. And I'm sure people find it uh, comforting to know that you guys are still here after so many years. Uh, it's really a great thing. You have a great website, sageintl.com. And I'm going to put up, put that website link on our site to make it easy for people to Thank find you. you. So to our gents in the studio, Matt Carter and Brandon Scott, uh, Hill. Scott Hill, uh -huh. yes. Do you have any questions for our other guests, Sherry Hill? You know, I appreciate the uh, information on the Series LLC. We'll definitely be looking into, into those opportunities and see how they might fit our business model. It sounds like it's a perfect idea for someone looking to 1031 uh, wealth into, into northern Nevada. Um, we've been very fortunate to, to work with a capital partner based out of Colorado. Um, all Pro Capital, and they've they've been a, a wonderful partner with a beautiful relationship with us. They provide a ten percent return paid on a quarterly basis to their to their investors, and they've been doing that for fourteen years, even through the Great Recession, helping to to build our parent company, uh, Challenger, the Challenger Group, Challenger Homes, and now also a, a partner with us and helping to grow Carter Hill Homes. And uh, so I'm always all ears when it comes to learning how to make investments efficient, efficient well, with that, those kind of vehicles. I, yeah, I mean, I, I fit in and can be part of your team because I'm a commercial registered agent. So, I mean, it's all those things that I know you guys are using entities, um, but how, you know, attached are you to them? Do you have that third party that's out here kind of helping you? And I maybe share, I was an escrow officer for many years in California. So I speak the language of real estate. My mom owned mortgage companies. So this is why it's a natural fit that the bulk of my clients are real estate investors and uh, at every level. When we come back from this break, I want to talk about a situation that I read about recently in one of the national real estate publications it's called Realtor Magazine. And it's about how easy it is to lose a lot of money from a fraudulent scheme while you're buying your house. We're going to talk about that and more after this. You're listening to Pet Talk Radio. Bear Country Dog Line 2. Hey, Bear. 
dirt too. It's all over the carpet. What do I do? The best carpet cleaning company in town. Residential, commercial, tile, grout, carpet, upholstery cleaning. Call 829-1551. I'm calling CJ's now. This is Bear with CJ's recommended carpet care. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Back on Nevada Real Estate Radio, Peter Padilla here with you today, enjoying conversation like I have for the last 14 years, every week, right here on the radio talking about real estate and real estate for investors. We're on 1180 AM radio, one of the lotus broadcast stations here in northern Nevada. And if you'd like to follow up on our program, maybe listen to a part that you haven't heard, missed, because you couldn't tune in right away, visit our website. You can get all of the podcast uh, content that we've done throughout the life of our show. And today's program is there too. Visit Nevada Real Estate Radio. Dot com. You know, a lot of times on our radio show, we help people protect their assets and be aware of frauds and schemes that are out and about in the real estate world. We've had a number of guests come and talk to us, but, you know, not everybody listens to the show. And sometimes we forget about how easy it is to happen. So I want to talk with you and our in-studio guests, Sherry Hill, Brandon Scott Hill, and Matt Carter, about what I read. A young family in Kenby, Oregon, at the end of December, just this last year, was buying a house. The seller accepted a $440,000 offer with a down payment of $123,000. Now, the buyer and his wife were ready to move in and to celebrate Christmas, and it was going to be their son's birthday, fifth birthday, so they were all very, very excited. Uh, so when the buyer got an email saying that the closing process was uh, in line and wiring instructions for his down payment, it included the name of the real estate agent, the loan officer, all the other parties that the buyer had been talking to, along with all the right information and contact information, uh, he just went ahead and called his bank and said, hey, I need this, this wire sent with my $123,000 down payment. He was all happy. Eight days later, he gets a call from his title company and saying, okay, we're ready for us to receive your wire. Go ahead and send it. He said, I've already sent it. Well, guess what? He didn't send it to a title company. He sent it to a fraud setup that took his $123,000. All the money was gone. You see, there are people that are constantly scanning emails, texts, and when they find information about real estate transactions, if they can get in there, they can pose like they're part of the transaction, and voila, they're looking for your money. This guy lost that $123,000, and it's happened to other people across the country. What you have to do is anytime that somebody is asking you to send any large amount of money of that type via digital correspondence, you have to follow up and confirm it. Call that person. Call your realtor. Call the title company. Have them call you. So make sure that you are sending the money to the right place. It's easy to lose big money when you're doing a real estate transaction if you don't know that possibilities of losing that money. So be prudent and protect your hard-earned money and your down payment. Uh, Matt, you ever heard of anything like that happening? Thankfully, I've never been involved in that situation, mm -hmm. but um, you know, a lot of things have changed. Uh, a, yes, call and verify that they are requesting the money. Uh, number two is if you do get uh, some type of hey, someone's trying to hack into your email account, mm -hmm. take it seriously. Oh, change yeah. your, your Because what's happening is they're these folks are, are sitting there and they're watching you, especially realtors or people if they find out, you know, social media, find out that you're buying a house. Hey, mm. we just went into escrow. Guess what? They're already oh, yeah. trying to jump into your email. Mm. Once they gain access, they're just waiting for the right time. They're finding out this is just one of the various ways. They're finding out which title company you're working for. Say it's ABC title company and it's you're getting it from, you know, uh, John Smith at ABC title company. Now they're going in, they're gr grabbing a domain, John Smith, and, and they're creating a web, uh, excuse me, an email address, John Smith at ABC Title Companies, uh -huh. with an S at the yeah, end, yeah. or spelled a little bit differently. And so then they're making the signature block look the same. They're sending you saying, hey, we're ready for that money. Here's the wiring instructions. Go ahead and wire it. They get it wired. 
you know, they're wow. they're in Guam, so you know, mm -hmm. good luck getting that money back. Exactly, it's a heartbreak when you hear about those things happening. Glad to know that you're vigilant about that too, and talking with your clients about that. Matt, keeping an eye on them when when you're getting close to that closing. Absolutely, make sure they send the money to the right place. Yeah, and sure. don't send checks anymore. Don't send. Uh, it used to be, hey, send us a copy of the check that you wrote that you're going to put in as a deposit once yeah. we open escrow. Don't send it. Go ahead and send it straight to the title company. Let them deal with it. The title company will send a receipt of that, mm -hmm. and they won't send the image of the check, and that's just one other safeguard right there. Sherry Hill and I were talking about that not long ago, some of these fraud activities that go on. Many times they're perpetrated on senior citizens. Sherry, you've had experience with that with a senior in your life. And I the, have, yeah. yes. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people predatory of seniors because they're alone. And, you know, whether it's through the telephone or uh, people knocking on their front door. And so I know that, you know, there's a lot going on with senior fraud and financial fraud. And so as a child of a parent or anyone that you're close to that is a senior, you need to be, you know, uh, having conversations and making sure who are they talking to, who, who's that person calling you on the phone every day from Canada, mm -hmm. uh, things like that. And um, there's just a lot of scams out there. And so, yeah, my aunt down in Carson City got cleaned out of about 45 grand from a vacuum cleaner salesman who hit the entire mobile home park and took about a million out of that community and uh, very sad. Yeah, and usually when you find, when the authorities catch up with those people, they've blown it all or they don't have it. Well, it, I hope somebody, I won't tell yeah. you what they do with them, <laughs> yeah. but anyway, yeah, just yeah. tragic and there's no mm. recovery because mm. not only is there no financial recovery, that senior, that elder person is going through major um, problems because they feel guilty, they don't know how to tell their their family that they've done something like that, and it's just tragic yeah. all the way around. So. Exactly. It's always best to talk about those things ahead of time and make sure that if there are seniors in your life or anybody that you think does not quite have the capacity to keep up with their own finances, share with them some of these uh, tragedies that have happened across the country and help them to monitor their finances yeah, or at least never, give somebody else control. It's never to too, too early to start estate planning conversations so that... Uh, if you're going to be that successor, that you're having those conversations and identifying where they have risk and weakness. Because mm -hmm. after the fact, it's too late. We're with in-studio guests talking about real estate, real estate for investors. Brandon Scott Hill is with us. He's the president of Carter Hill Homes. And Matt Carter is here too. He's a realtor and broker at REMAX Realty Affiliates in Gardnerville, Nevada. Brandon, how long did it take you to get up here to Reno from Minden today? Kind of a drive. You know, it's a really quick drive, actually, with the new interstate um, from Carson up here. It, it uh, really only takes 45, 50 minutes. Mm -hmm. if, you know, if, there's, if the traffic's flowing, obviously, there are certain times of the day and traffic patterns that, you know, might take easily a, an hour. But yeah. uh, never find it compares with anything that a lot of our people who are moving to northern Nevada have experienced in other markets, northern or southern California. They um, seems to flow quite well. Well, it's, it's a, a beautiful drive. Well, it is. It's very <laughs> scenic. It's a pleasant drive. To come mm -hmm. in. I always, my, I've driven that road many times, but my challenge is my car always wants to veer off toward Mount Rose. And, uh, and go, but, you know, I, I rarely carry my skis anymore. because It's a beautiful vista. It's hard not to want to veer off to those views. Yeah, it really is a nice, nice drive. All of northern Nevada has its elements of beauty. And even the desolate areas of northern Nevada have their beauty. One of the things that Sherry and I enjoy doing is going to the Black Rock Desert north of uh, Fernley. And uh, it is really where, it's where Burning Man happens. And we went to Burning Man. You guys ever been to Burning Man? Let me ask you. you I, I've not uh, been. I certainly uh, know a lot of people who have been many times. Yeah, and uh, yeah. well, perhaps those, experienced it vicariously, if you will. <laughs> well, I'm one of those guys that you'll know that went only once. Mm -hmm. He went only once, you can say. And it was incredible. An incredible thing to do. However, if uh, you have to be in the mood to be around 60,000 plus people uh, in a very small amount of area, but it is outdoors. But we love going to the venue because it is such a beautiful place, and that's probably one of the reasons that we like the smaller communities. Same thing, open space, um, nice uh, uh, terrestrial drives because it's so pretty. And I think that's what 
people that come to northern Nevada ultimately like whether they say it or not we have a lot of open space here when you're building homes from Carter Hill Homes I mean you think about that open space is that an important part of what you do or is the open space all around where you build well you know creating open space in our communities is absolutely essential you know I think of one of our new upcoming communities down in in Genoa just just off Foothill Road mm -hmm. on the Genoa Lakes Resort course and beautiful patio homes because they're the actual legal lot is is little more than the footprint of the house but it opens up these homes open up with daylight basements to beautiful vistas and open space on the golf course as in these just their parks amenities with the community mm -hmm. we're finding more and more that that people don't really want all the obligations themselves of maintaining a large yard, but yet still value having access to the open space and the views. Mm -hmm. So you'll find in a lot of our communities that we, we absolutely do integrate open space into all of our communities for the residents to, to be able to enjoy, yet mm -hmm. not have to maintain. Yeah. Absolutely. Rock. So, yeah, well, it's kind <laughs> of like, nice rock front yard. Mm -hmm. I love homeowners associations because that means I get to do stuff instead of yard work, and so uh, that's that's been very beneficial. Beautiful homes that you're look that we're looking at on your website. It's at CarterHillHomes.com. I'm encouraging our listeners to check it out and see what's there, and then visit with the good folks at the Carter Hill uh, Real Estate Office with Matt Carter. Talk about those homes. And I'm hoping you guys will keep us posted on what's happening in those developments and uh, come back to our show, Matt. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, appreciate it. Gents, I'm glad you were here today. Matt, thanks for being with us. Thanks, partner. Brandon, thank you for coming to see thank us. Thank you for having us. And keeping us posted. And Sherry Hill from Sage International, thanks for being here. Hope you're coming back again soon. Uh, of course. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. One of the great benefits of being a homeowner is you can pretty well do what you want with your home. I encourage people to consider becoming a beekeeper. I'm a member of the Mason Valley Beekeepers Association, also the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. It's coming up February 21st and 22nd. Mark your calendar now. You want to make reservations? It's a great time in Yarrington, Nevada. You can get all the information about the Beekeepers Conference and more at NevadaStateBeekeepersConference.org. And we will talk with you again next week. Until then... Tell your friends and family to tune in as well. We'll help them make a great deal on real estate and real estate for investors. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.